You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski. Hi, I'm Susan Sims. And I am Nicholas Veslowski. We are your hosts for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. And as editor and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, we know travel. That's right. And we can't wait to share our years of dog travel experience with you during our podcast each week. On today's show, we'll be talking about our recent trip with my black lab, Tasha, to Park City, Utah, where she was well taken care of at a brand new pet pampering palace while we skied all day. That was such a fun trip for everybody, but I'm really not sure who had the most fun. Well, I know. It was the day that I ate it on my snowboard. Might be the day that she gets the award for having the most fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. There there was a couple of those uh, instances. But, you know, it's it's really fun to be able to travel and go places like that and be able to have a good time during the day and knowing that your dog's being well taken care of. Yeah, I think just having that fear of, you know, what is my dog doing? Is she getting into trouble? Is she being okay? Is, is there somebody coming into the hotel room? Just getting rid of all that just allows you to really, uh, I think, enjoy the day and and really um, enjoy your trip, you know, and then she gets to enjoy it as well. Your dog does. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I can't wait to talk about that again. And then also on our show, we will be talking to the editor and founder of a brand new dog magazine all about Seattle. Yeah, since starting Fighter Friendly Magazine about seven years ago, uh, we've had great fun meeting people in the pet industry, and it's always wonderful to meet a fellow entrepreneur in the magazine world. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, this is besides getting to talk to this brand new uh, publisher, editor of a brand new magazine and talk about a trip to Park City, Utah, we are also going to name our Phyto-Friendly Hotel. And we do have our travel tip for you, too. But first, we're going to take a quick break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. On the Pet Set with our fashion diva, Queen Dog Lady. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's 
Fido-Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido-Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido-Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Bezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. You know, before the break, we were talking about a brand new dog magazine that has just made its publishing debut. I know. It's so fabulous. And what I like about our first guest is that she's 100% dedicated to saving and fostering dogs. She runs a household with five children, and she still has time to create and manage a magazine. Yeah, that sounds like our kind of gal. And joining us in the studio is Tovey Warmerdam, editor-in-chief and founder of Seattle Dog Magazine. Hello, Tovey. Welcome to the show. Hello, Nicholas. Hello, Susan. How are you? Hi, we're good. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Hey, I want you to tell everybody listening what made you start Seattle Dog Magazine. Uh, well, first of all, I'm in love with my dogs. Everybody knows it. I even this weekend went and saved three more dog lives out of the Tacoma Humane Society. Um, oh, wow. Capacity and three dogs per cage. And when that happens, unfortunately, dogs die. So yeah. I willed out as many as I could, and I found all three of them a home. So very, very in love with dogs. I have three of my own. Uh, two of them are rescued. And I just, when I read a lot of the editorial in competition magazines locally, I just felt that there was a need, especially talking more about rescue, educating more people, having more events. I was very passionate in the Seattle area that we needed something new. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started that magazine is just pretty much I'm in love with my dog. I, <laughs> I tell everybody my dog's way cooler than anybody I will ever know. <laughs> well, your, your first issue looks great. And, you know, it, has, it does have a lot of regional information for fundraising and events. Um, but you, all, you also published the Seattle Dog Directory. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, that is. And in fact, it just came out. It's once a year. And what that has is resources. Um, it basically goes through boarding. It goes through it, travel. Fido Friendly's in there. We also have, um, you know, all the different retailers, boarding. Um, it's a lot of different resources in the Seattle area, dog parks, dog-friendly hotels, um, how to find an apartment that's dog-friendly. We wanted to have a resource guide for Washington people, and we print 50,000 copies, and it's our once-a-year free publication that we put all over. It's also online. It has not come up online. It won't until the end of March, but for one year, we also have it online where you can pull up the directory page by page. 
Oh, great. Oh, that's, that's so, awesome. Yeah, we, we just wanted to be a resource. We're like you guys. You guys wanted to be the travel resource, which you definitely are. If anybody wants to know anything about traveling with their dog, you guys are the people. I just got <laughs> a new copy, by the way, and it, it looked fabulous. Thank it you very was, much. Well, you know, we, we aim to please, but I this is about you, and I just I have to ask this question. So back to the introduction. How the heck do you do all this and raise five kids? I mean, do you have like a fairy godmother? Do you have a housekeeper? I mean, what do you? How do you do this? I have a very I have a young husband. Uh, my everybody knows my husband's twelve years younger. He's got a lot of energy, and he <laughs> believes he as much as me. So. I have to give a lot of credit to my husband who um, a lot of husbands would look at you and go, you want to do what? <laughs> yeah. he, he was extremely yeah. supportive and he loves, he, you know, he lets me bring home stray dogs. A lot of husbands wouldn't allow you to do that either. And I constantly show up with two dogs at my house. He loves dogs just as much as me. And he knew this was my dream. This was my dream. And... You know, you got to have good people behind you. I also have uh, my my team. My team of people that works with me are, they make it happen just as much as me. And mm-hmm. they're all dog lovers as well. Oh, that's great. That actually makes for a very fun, I think, working environment. When you when you share that passion for dogs and it's all about, you know, the love and unconditional love with the dogs, it, usually the people surrounding that are just such good people. It makes it a joy, I think, to come to work, you know, each day. Oh, absolutely. It's it's kind of my only requirement when I interview people. Do you have a dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way they're going to understand what we're talking about because yeah, exactly. we're so passionate well, about dogs. Okay, so you started the magazine. Now you have the directory and you also had a lunch party for the first issue of Seattle Dog, right? Yes, we have. How'd that we, go? We, oh, it went very well. We had some people from the radio station and some of the people that own local pet businesses all came. Um, we okay. also have some other big events coming up. We have we have an Easter egg hunt for dogs, uh, March 22nd. We then have, um, on May 31st, we're doing the first ever dog Oscars. <laughs> and, I love it. And what that is, is a black tie event that we give recognition to people in the pet industry in the Washington State area because a lot of them felt that there was no recognition in what they did. So we created that, plus we've made it a fundraiser. So everything over the cost of the event... We are giving to four very, very good organizations. So how do people nominate the local businesses? How are the awards determined? We have a website and we have categories. And they're actually spread out in four parts of the state. So that way people, you know, Bellevue don't have to compete against people in Seattle. Because that is the problem is a lot of people in certain cities get more recognition than people say in Bellingham or Tacoma. So we actually narrowed it down to four demographic areas and then we have categories like best retail shop, best grooming shop, best doggy daycare. So that way there could be given more recognition to different people. But they'll log on to the website which will be connected to a secure um, it's actually SurveyMonkey. We have, you know, somebody that's a third party auditing it. So it's not just, you know, our friends winning awards. Well, a lot of people have felt, you know, many different, you know, companies have rigged things or it's just their advertisers or this or that. It's a third party. I won't even see the envelopes. Um, my marketing director will actually order all the trophies. And I've told her I want no part of it. I want people to know. I will never even know the results when I open the envelope. It'll be a complete shock to me. 
who's designing the awards? It's not going to be the Oscar, right? It's going to actually be a different design. It's a silver dog bowl. <laughs> we found some beautiful silver dog bowls online. So we just, you know, people in the pet industry, I, uh, you guys too, I'm sure you guys, we're amazed by what they do. I, I can't mm-hmm. make pet and the groomers and the doggy daycares, they, on a daily basis, do such amazing things. So I felt they needed some pets on the back. And one more question before I let you go. I know you have a magazine to put out, but you also host a radio show, if that's not enough. And, and your radio show is called? The Pet Set, which is the Queen Dog Lady Show. Do- I can talk about dog clothes, my favorite thing in the whole wide world. I, I'm super excited because this year I get to go to Pet Fashion Week. and Yeah, and you know, there's still a lot of people out there that don't know about Pet Fashion Week. And I think they're going into their, their third year. And it's really taken on a life of its own. And, and um, it's really the place to be to see and be seen. I'm going to do my show live. I'm actually going to do my little show on Pet Life Radio while I watch pe- dogs go down that runway. And Perfect. I think that's so much fun because... I mean, I tell everybody, I'm one of those people that goes gaga over the dog dresses. Um, I have two dogs that will not wear clothes, and I have one dog that is shamelessly dressed up all the time, and she's a miniature (laughs) schnauzer, which my husband says he'll never walk the dog as long as she's got clothes on. So, (laughs) he is my diva dog. (laughs) So, are you going to make comments as they come down the runway, kind of uh, on their outfits? Actually, I will say Pet Fashion Week, they've been very nice to me, and they're very excited, and um, I've told them. I'm definitely going to cover it in the magazine and on the radio and they're nice people and you know they're as excited about dog clothes as all of us and that's why they started it is pet fashion is huge I mean the pet industry we're a 47.8 billion dollar industry we're we're something to be reckoned with now that's yep, right exactly. <laughs> and it's something to talk about and read about and well thanks Tobey so much for taking time to talk with us today and I know you will have more exciting things on the horizon so hope you'll come back and visit with us often Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Susan and Nicholas, for having me on the show. Perfect. Thanks, Tove. For more information about Seattle Dog, go to their website, seattledogmagazine.com, or check out the seattledogdirectory.com. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will meet with the owner of the Dog and Haas Pet Friendly Facility. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. 
For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Bezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. Before the break, we were talking with Tovey Warmerdam, founder and editor of Seattle Dog Magazine. Yeah, she has a great new magazine. It's all about living with your dog in the Seattle area as well as directory that's available now. Yeah, it's always fun to travel to different places with your pooch. And Seattle is one of those that is definitely on our list for sure. But we had so much fun just on a recent trip to Park City, Utah, and we can't wait to go back. I know. Wasn't that a blast? I think what the most fun is for people to think about where they want to go and then how they can bring their dogs with them so that they don't leave the dogs behind. They can still have a good time, and it just takes a little bit of planning. Yeah, I agree. I mean, once you get in there and you start scoping out the area, you really find some of the unique, you know, fun things to do in the town and, and kind of go around the whole dog theme. I mean, when you're when you're going to a location, that's pretty much on your mind is dog, 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 you know, and figuring it out. And I was so happy when we found the Blind Dog Sushi Restaurant. Not <laughs> only did that combine some of my favorite food, which was very good, by the way, but also the love for the dog. I mean, it was just, it was perfect. And that sushi was good. Yeah, that was a really uh, cool restaurant. We actually got recommendations from the locals. We're interested in sushi, and they told us, you know, go to Blind Dog Sushi. So we thought, well, that's just probably a funny name. But you walk in the door, and the wall is full of people's dogs. Yeah, it's just covered. Anywhere, you you know, you look, and they also have dog biscuits on your exit. So, so, I mean, they're very, I think they're very, you know, dog-minded. And um, when I, this is kind of a little tip, but I always judge a sushi restaurant by their unagi, which is baked eel, uh, baked freshwater eel. And this unagi was so tender. I mean, it just fell apart in her mouth, just completely perfect unagi. And so the rest of the meal, of course, I was, yeah, this is really good, but I judge that first. So anybody that wants to know how to judge a sushi restaurant, and if you aren't frightened by the word eel, then unagi is your ticket. Yeah, well, I wasn't frightened by the word eel. I pretty much get to kind of an adventure when you go out for sushi. If you don't do it all the time, you need somebody like Nicholas who <laughs> knows how to order, and you just kind of trust him to, to order something that's uh, you know going to be tasty, and, and you just don't really think about what it is you're eating. I think that's the key. Yeah, and you know, I got lucky enough to be born with a chopstick in my hand, so I was good to go once we I yeah, heard sushi. Pretty painful too. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> the main thing I think about our trip was how well my black lab Tasha was taken care of at a brand new doggy daycare facility while we were out and about on the mountain all day long. Yeah, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you about that because that really was a lot of fun and that made the trip. So we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we will meet with the owner of the dog and Haas pet friendly facility. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. 
Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatelic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly Hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Veslowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. And I think one of the tips that we always try and talk about is how to scope out places for your dog to stay. Should you take in an event, you know, where Fido is not maybe allowed into one of the trips that you're taking? And we were fortunate to find a brand new boarding and daycare facility located in Park City. And join us today by phone is co-owner Sherry Arsenal from Dog and Haas. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, Nicholas. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Hi, no. Sherry. Hi, Susan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, our pleasure. You know, it was such a pleasure meeting you. And I have to say what a fantastic resort you have. And it's really interesting because it's like nothing else that's out there. You don't feel like you're going to a, a boarding facility or a daycare facility. But I want you to tell our listeners all about the Dog and House and what makes it stand out from a regular kennel. Oh, well, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Um, Dog and House is a spa lodge that was created to pamper our beloved canine companions, and we offer overnight lodging. Uh, we have uh, daycare, and in our daycare area, we have 6,000 square feet of indoor and outdoor play area, and uh, inside, we actually have a canine grass, which is an artificial turf that's uh, meant for dogs to play on. Yeah, we're very excited about that. I think right when Tasha came in, she made use of it, right? <laughs> but not the correct area. It was in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, that, that was that was okay. That happens. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's meant for that to happen in the back. We um, there's a really great filtering system, so they go to the bathroom on it. We can clean it down. It stays really uh, fresh. It's got some antimicrobial uh, properties to it that uh, you know keep it clean. 
and it's a great it's a great addition to our facility. We're really excited about it because um, the dogs can play on it. It keeps their paws really soft, and um, you know it's really gentle on their on their pads. So that's the the, the playground area. We also uh, have some spa services, some wellness treatments. We really wanted to to try to offer for the whole package to someone that uh, that wants to come in and experience it and um, really modeled it after kind of a resort and what we would do and what we would want for ourselves. And we're very excited. Our spa is going to be opening in the next couple of weeks and we'll be offering wellness uh, treatments, massage. We have an underwater treadmill and that's for exercise and conditioning and some grooming and styling and a retail boutique. What I thought was really kind of in interesting too because you know uh, when we're in there and we're seeing the dogs running about and playing and having such a good time and you know they you also had a really wonderful room I think you call it the presidential suite I'm not sure if that's the right name but you opened the door and it was all mood lighting and it had a bed and it, it just looked like it was a for a very special person well that was probably our penthouse that we um, uh, designed with a very pampered pooch in mind, but it's just a great private room. Uh, it's uh, got flat screen TVs, it plays dog friendly movies. It has a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they um, they love their movies. I think they love the noise and the um, you know having something on the TV. Um, it has a, a really comfortable chase lounge with soft lighting, and we had fun putting it together. So. You could tell, and then and then you have a kennel area that uh, is kind of uh, you know for the the general population, and and I saw little televisions in those as well. Yeah, those are in our suites. Um, they're six by eight in size. They're a little bit uh, they're they're really comfortable for a family or or a large dog, and they they come with flat screen TVs that also play dog friendly movies, and we have really comfortable bedding. It's a great microsuede pillow that um, has a platform bed underneath it so it stays off the floor and keeps really clean. And we just do a really, uh, we had a lot of fun with it. We put an epoxy coating floor on, you know, a stain on the floor so that if they go to the bathroom, it just it doesn't hold those, those smells in it. And then we have our studios, which are four by six in size. And they're also comfortable bedding, raised platform. We have really soft lighting and just try to do a really good job making it very uh, very similar to home. Yeah, there was actually, I think, one of the, the best feelings that I had when I was walking through where you know the dogs would stay and Tasha didn't end up staying there was that it didn't feel like a caged environment. Yeah, I think all of the doors were glass, right? Yeah, they're plexiglass and... We actually had somebody custom design these uh, individual rooms for us, and the, the the rooms are partitioned off by a, uh, a re- sustainable recycled uh, wood that's scratch resistant and stain resistant, and they're open ceilings, and the frames were again custom made for us, so it's a very unique design, and we're really excited how they turned out. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, what's funny is there was so much to look at. I mean, it really, the facility that you have there, it seems like it has everything. But I think the the thing that really kind of caught my senses as well as Tasha's was the dog bakery right up front. It got, I think, both Mm -hmm. of us drooling right away. (laughs) 
I know. I drill over it too. It looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah. someone was uh, baking or she was actually mixing it up and it was it was peanut butter and honey or something like that. And she said it was your recipe. Yes, I did create several recipes for the treats. And we have peanut butter and honey, uh, honey and oats and apple cinnamon. And we hope to offer some additional items to our bakery, such as birthday cakes and other different uh, goodies that are dipped in uh, yogurt and carob and that are, yep. that are safe for dogs. <laughs> I haven't had lunch yet. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, it's, yes. And they're all well received. We, we, uh, we get a lot of people that go right to the bakery. So they, they follow their nose and they can sniff it out. Well, I know you said that your uh, the spa treatments that's going to be up and running in the next two weeks. But uh, one of the other things that I think our listeners would be really interested in learning about is you have some fabulous products. And now, are those going to be available on your on your website? They are. Our our dog and house line of products includes our shampoo line, which um, we spent several years researching and talked to many people, did, did a lot of research as to what goes in a shampoo and put together a team of experts that helped us kind of create these. And we were inspired by geographical regions that we travel to. And we have the mountain dog, the coastal dog, and the urban dog. And they all are blended with herbal extracts and essential oils. And they are they don't contain any of the harsh sulfate surfactants or parabens. Um, and no synthetic, you know, dyes or perfumes. So very, very, uh, very nice shampoos. I, I'm very happy with how they turned out. And um, you've got the coastal dog that hangs out at the beach and has to deal with the sun and the water. You have the mountain dog that has extreme temperatures, hikes on a lot of trails, and deals with dry, itchy skin. And then the urban dog that uh, lives in the city and has to has play playground concrete playgrounds and you know stressful situations so we tried to choose uh the right essential oils and herbal extracts uh, to kind of address those individual needs oh good yeah you know it's um in going through your shop you had so many you know great products and then there was that feature that i absolutely love you know for anybody that takes their dog i think to doggy daycare this is probably one of the dreams that they wish that they could have is to be able to see their dog play in action but see how they play without them around and you actually offer that you have that one-way window where you can actually see into the plane area and then the dogs don't even know you're there yeah we we love it we found that people are really responding well to it because obviously bringing the dog back they, they want to see the interaction but it's hard when the owner is is there because it's a little more stressful for the dog and for the other dogs so we created the window to allow people to you know, view and, and watch. And uh, we have some people that stay for a while and some people that, you know, leave right away. And But they all get excited. They, they like to see their dog play before they, they're spotted. So it's it's fun. We, we've, had, we've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, uh, Tasha, or as I affectionately call her, Little T, she had so much fun. I mean, just watching her going in and out, that facility right there in the, the inside, has, that grass looks really nice. First of all, it looks like pretty much that it is real. I mean, you can um, you can definitely see that they're going to have fun, and if they do have to go to the bathroom, it looks like it's you know quick, easy cleanup. But they can also go outside just by you um, lifting up that garage door. So they have about what, like, I think it's 3,000 inside and 3,000 outside of play area? Yeah, 6,000 total. 
3,000 inside, 3,000 outside. And uh, the outside area is all fenced in. Um, we do have sod on the on the ground, um, which we were able to get in before all of the snow hit our park city. <laughs> <laughs> Which was quite a bit this last month of January. We we had um, we've had a lot of snow, so the dogs have enjoyed it. We've kept it clear. You know, obviously it piles up, so we've you know done a t- try to do a good job of keeping it removed from the area, so that um, that we don't uh, get anyone to jump a fence or anything. But they they, <laughs> they love it. They have uh, just love going outside. We let them out every hour. Um, you know, ten twenty minutes and. And then they come in and play inside, and in the summertime, we hope to really utilize that area and do some fun things out there. We're going to do some landscaping and have some uh, trees and uh, maybe a, a water water element, some type of a pool, and just really have fun with it. So, But they do love to be outside, um, but it's nice right now. So when, for them inside. Yeah, I, I have to say I really appreciated having all that snow because it really helped cushion the fall for, for some of us that don't ski that well. <laughs> <laughs> we did get quite a bit while you were here. It was it was a good week that you were uh, yeah. you were out here. Well, you know that's why people come to Park City, Utah, anyway. It, 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 you know, so it, you know, for us that ski or pretend to ski, uh, you know, Park City, Utah has really become a destination. It's a world-class resort now, and you know, I've I've been going to Park City for many years. In fact, uh, first time I went to Park City was well before Nicholas was born in the '70s, and to see the change uh, from that time to now is just amazing. And and to have your facility there now, the timing is perfect because people are going to be traveling there. They want to. They want to know that their dog's taken care of while they're out skiing and or if they're going to take in dinner or have a late night. So uh, I think the timing is perfect to have your resort. I've really never seen anything like it, and I know a lot of people must be asking for that type of um, place in that area, not just people that travel there, but you must get a lot of local people that are, are wanting to have their dogs have, you know, socialized or, or whatever. Yeah, the local people uh, obviously are um, a large segment of our, our guests, People that travel consistently for work or people that are, um, you know, taking a, a spring break and a holiday break. Um, but you're right. We do have three major resorts here. Um, and we are at many festivals. And it's really become a year-round destination place. Park City has grown quite a bit. And, uh, you know, having lived here for the past 10 years and in Utah pretty much my whole life, um, you know, just have been able to witness the, the growth that it's experienced. So, you know, we, we, we definitely also can accommodate people that are traveling. And uh, there's not a lot of pet-friendly uh, hotels in, in Park City. Uh, so we, we hope that people that are interested might want to check us out to bring their dog. And, and we'll take care of their dog and they can enjoy a vacation as well. Yeah, well, I know that Tasha's missing it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a sweetie. Yeah, no, she had such a good time. And coming back, I think tired each day was simply the best reward I could have. <laughs> I think that uh, we're all leading busy lives and we come home and we're exhausted. And, you know, we come home to our dog who's been waiting for us for 10 hours and, mm-hmm. you know, wants to play and has a lot of energy. And and so that's hard. It's hard when you're tired and so it's nice to be able to give them something so at the end of the day you can both enjoy your evening and just relax and know that you both had a, had a good, productive day. 
Yeah, I think it's perfect, and I and I really want to thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy lady, and uh, just wanted to share all this wonderful information with all our listeners. So thanks so much, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it very much. Oh, you bet, and hope to have you back again sometime soon. And so anybody that's interested in taking a trip to Park City and bringing your dog uh, and you want a little daycare or spa experience, you want to check out the website at Dog and Haas, and that's D-O-G Dog, N-H-A-U-S. Is that right? That's right. Perfect. Okay, thanks again, Sherry. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have your Fido-friendly travel tip along with a pet-friendly hotel. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Doc. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. This is Nicholas Bezlowski along with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales. Before the break, we were talking with Sherry Arsenal, co-owner of Dog and Haas, a pet boarding and doggy spa facility in Park City, Utah that is top-notch. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a premier pet resort of, of any kind that you would want to see in the United States. And uh, really in Park City, Sherry had mentioned there weren't a lot of properties that you can stay with your dog. So it's really important when you decide where you want to take your vacation, you know, hopefully find a, a place that you can stay with your dog, but also a place where when you're out and about doing things that uh, like the dog and Haas is there for you to leave your dog for the day or for the night if you need it. Right. And we were able to find uh, one hotel uh, located actually really close to dog and Haas. Um, and this is our hotel pick for the show. It's great on your pocketbook and it's the best Western landmark in, you know, one thing that I noticed right away, Susan, when I was walking is that they have cookies and I have to specify that these were human cookies. So yeah, yeah, those were, I think we kept, I think we went back to the front counter probably a couple of times asking if they had any more and they (laughs) ran out. (laughs) So disappointed. Yeah, what really is great about the Best Western Landmark Inn uh, in Park City was its location. It really helped facilitate any kind of trips that we were planning during the week that we were there. So it was right as you were coming into town. You got off the highway. There it was. And you were able to go across the freeway to the uh, Dog and Haas to uh, have your dog boarded there. We could go into town for restaurants. We could ski at Deer Valley, Park City. And then we could also just jump back on the freeway, head up head back up to the uh, Cottonwood Canyon, which takes you up to Snowbird. And, um, and, you know, once again, it's really helpful to plan ahead. And, and I think uh, staying at the Best Western Landmark Inn uh, was the best location we could have uh, gotten for this trip. 
Right, and they didn't really have uh, any great pet amenities, um, but they were nice enough. You know, I asked the front counter, and this is something you should, you know, always do is ask if they have a dog sitting uh, service or anything like that. And the gal was nice enough, and it just depends on who was on duty. It was a small enough location that she said that, you know, is your dog nice? And then, of course, Black Lab not being nice. I haven't really run into too many of those, but... Um, so I brought Tasha up and, you know, Tasha licked her face and she said, okay, she's nice. And, you know, <laughs> Tasha was able to stay with her while we went and got something to eat um, and then come back to the room. And I think it's just the fact anywhere that you find that you can bring your dog with you um, and relax is amenity enough for, you know, any of the best seasoned traveler. Yeah, I think so. You know, when, uh, when I didn't see any dogs uh, other than Tasha when we were staying there. But as we were walking through the lobby, we had Tasha on leash and you could just see the people smile when they'd see the dog or they'd come up and pet her. And it was fun. It was like having, having, uh, the goodwill ambassador for people traveling with their dogs. So maybe the people that got to see Tasha during that week, they ended up getting their dog fixed or something. Yeah, I like to think so. You know, as long as people don't recoil, it's been a good day. That staying at the Best Western Landmark Inn was great. The rooms are really nice. They have a continental breakfast that's included, and they have an area where you can sit down at tables and chairs by the fireplace. And then beyond that is their indoor spa and indoor swimming pool. And what's really cool is if you're traveling with a group, you know, or a few friends, they had rooms down there that were just outside of the pool and spa. So, I mean, you could really reserve, you know, three or four rooms and have like your own private pool party. Well, this kind of brings us all down to our final friendly travel tip that has been a theme of this show. I mean, it's a theme of everything that we talk about, but especially this one, um, we can really see how before you take off for your next adventure with Fido is to do your homework. And that just basically means, you know, find out where the local vet offices are in case of emergency and where the local daycare or boarding facilities are. You know, in case you have to go on an excursion that Fido is not necessarily um, allowed to go with you on, just having that that peace of mind that you know um, all of the good advantage points in the city where your dog is welcome and where your dog can be taken care of um, makes all the difference uh, for that trip. Yeah, that's a really good tip, and it's one to remember. In any anytime you're going to be booking a fighter friendly adventure, uh, you know, scope it out, find the, the hotel, find the facilities that are around that's going to make this a, a pleasurable experience for both you and your dog. And, and if you'd like to find out more about today's show or or any of the topics or just about traveling with Fido, you can go online to fidofriendly.com to subscribe, or stop in your local Borders, Barnes and Noble, or PetSmart, pick up a copy of Fido Friendly today. And you know, we would love to hear from you with questions or comments, so feel free to email us here at Pet Life Radio. And until next time, safe travels, leave no dog behind. This is Susan Sims along with Nicholas Veslowski for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Fezlowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.